This episode is sponsored by Baxter Blue. Use the code SWS25 to save. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, folks. Thanks for joining us. We hope you're well. Lara and I are currently sitting here in our warm AF jumpers that we are so incredibly proud of. A little bit dramatic, to be honest. Like we live on, we live in Brisbane in the Gold Coast, Australia, and here we are in our North Face puffer jacket <laughs> and cat, Catman do bloody fleece situation. <laughs> We're like ready to go hiking in the bloody Himalayas or something. <laughs> no, but it's so great. I, I got mine from the Iconic, shout out, Iconic. I ordered it yesterday and it literally arrived this morning. So now I'm like walking around the house in my slippers, in my um, North Face jumper. Like, can you hear that? That's when you know you've got a puffer on when you're like moving and you can hear it squinting around. Well, we're actually going camping next weekend. It's Will's birthday. So a big crew of us are going camping and in Mullaney. So we'll be freezing. I think it's the perfect excuse. We'll probably only wear it once and then never put it on again for the rest (laughs) of the year. But hey, that's what living on the East Coast is like. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Well, before we dive into today's topic, we'll fill you in with our go on then, which if you didn't know, is a little weekly wrap up of something we've been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. Okay, this week I have been listening to a song called Dribble by someone called Sicko. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. It's spelt S-Y-C-C-O, not 100% sure on the pronunciation. Lara and I have been saying for ages, this song is like awesome, but I feel like I just listen to the same stuff over and over again. Like, Yeah, I've, we've had the same playlist since 2010. Like, yeah, like Anderson Pack, like <laughs> MGMT, like... Who else? Parcels. Yeah. Just so, so, and even like the new bands that I listen to, they're all so similar. I need to like listen to someone else's playlist from like a different country or something. Discover Weekly needs to up its game. I feel like it's just new versions. the same. It's like gone are the days I feel as well where we used to, you know, listen to Triple J in the car with your mates. Like that's how you discover new music. Yeah, you didn't have a choice on what you were listening to. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so true. And a lot of the time maybe a song got better as you listen to it. But if it's on your Discover Weekly and you don't like it to start, you'll just be like skip. 100%. too much instant satisfaction. Anyways, it's a good song. (laughs) We'll add it to our monthly, some would say, playlist and the link is down below. I've been listening to... Uh, well, actually, it's a show. I'm doing a, an Amelia this week. I've been, Instead of something I've been listening to, it's something I've been watching. And you've been watching it with me as of last night. One of my favourite authors, Dolly Alderton, who actually has an, an amazing podcast called The High Low as well. You should check it out. Her book that is super famous in the millennial space, it's called Everything I Know About Love. It's just been turned into a series. Such a good show. I said to Lara, it reminds me of Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, but like 20s, 30s version. Yes, yes, 100%. It's so good. It's been really cool, like listening to all these throwback tunes that are like kind of British artists, Mm. like Subtract, um, Dizzy Rascal, and they're all coming in like it is top-notch quality. I think you can confirm like the music choices on there. So good. Every five minutes, like, oh, 
What a tune. What an absolute <laughs> tune. Like <laughs> having a boogie while we're watching the show. Basically to sum it up, it's a share house of like 20 something um, London uh, girls living in London and it's kind of just like, you know, their 20s in a nutshell and dealing with people falling in love, losing friendships. Changing. Like changing careers. Um, but it's alcohol, very like bombs. real. <laughs> yeah. Sex. It's not like fantasy vibes. Yeah. And it's not cringy 20 something, but you know, it's, it's actually re- reality. Yeah. I feel like the Brits do that well. Yeah. They do it in a sexy way. They do. Kind of semi-unknown actors as well, like mm. who probably blow up now. It was kind of like when Daisy Edgar Jones blew up, blew up after normal people, you know, the mm. Sally Rooney show. Yeah, I have heard well, of that. Anyway, yeah. she, she's just like in everything now, but I reckon the same thing will happen. I think their name's Belle Powley and Emma Appleton and they're just like, they're so good, don't you reckon? Yeah, they're awesome. And it's like, why have we never heard of them before? Anyway, that was a huge tangent, but yeah, so good. <laughs> So good hearing, um, what's that? What's up, darling? Yeah. I've been keeping my eye on the movements. I can't see no room for improvement. I'm in an overhear on your backbone. backbone. <laughs> that means I never get behind your backbone. I'm the man. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so good. Is that Dizzy Rascal? Yeah. What's up, if darling? I'm on my own, then I can look at you. Looking, looking at, at me. me. Oh, Calvin Harris Fucking well. throws me back. Well, there you go. There's a bit of a double whammy in there. Bit of a new... Uh, show that you need to watch and some tunes uh something that challenged me this week this isn't like gonna relate to everyone but honestly i have just paid for my new product <laughs> to be shipped oh. from so you were going to talk about the puffer jacket being four hundred dollars <laughs> i was like flex yeah I was like, oh my god i just spent four hundred dollars my puffer jacket yeah so not everyone can relate yeah <laughs> No, um, I've paid for my product to be sent over and I get my stuff uh, manufactured in China purely because they have the resources to do it uh, in Australia just really doesn't. It's hard to like customise things in Australia to what you want, Mm. which is unfortunate. But anyways, that's a side note. Uh, Just paid for the rest of the product and shipping like Fucking hell, shipping from China is ridiculous. It cost me more than the product itself what? to actually just ship it over here. It's wild. It's utterly and insane. I know. I asked my friend uh, Renee. She's like very business savvy. And so how it kind of works is my manufacturer will just – you know, source a quote for me to get it shipped over here because they'll normally have some sort of contract with like FedEx or DHL. Um, whereas because I'm a small business, I don't. I just work with Australia Post as like a business, mm. if that makes sense. Um, and, you know, if I wanted like a, what do you call it? Like an account with DHL, you have to like spend X amount and all that sort of stuff. It's so not worth it when you're a small biz. Yes. And I don't really ship overseas that much. So anyways, China came back to me and they were like, this is how much the shipping is. It's with FedEx or whatever. And I was like, holy moly. I asked my friend Renee, I was like, should I like go and source an independent quote or like, do you normally just go with what they say? She was like, nah, because if you try and just get a one-off quote from DHL or FedEx, it's just ridiculous. Mm. So she's always used, you know, the, whatever they kind of give you. Oh, it's just like a bit of a challenge as a small business. Like it instantly drives up your 
um, you know, cost of the product mm. and the product that I'm bringing out, it's not something that is expensive. Like it's a to-do list. So, you know, you can't charge more than what, like $20 for that. And by the time I actually get it to Australia, it's just like mm. ridiculous. So those little niggly things in business, um, like cash flow and all of that, it's just been a real challenge for me. Like being like, is this fucking even worth it? <laughs> Australia needs to get its shit together with all oh. this behind the scenes. Like it does, it does. Like what we can offer to, because people want to, like I want my product to be developed in Australia, but yeah. it's just, no one will do it. Yeah. And they don't have the customization like abilities. What a headache. Yeah. It's been a bit of a challenge, as some would say. What what's challenged you? Um, oh, look, it's a bit of a pathetic challenge, but I'm going to New Zealand in August and I'm not I've never been to the snow. Like I've been overseas, I've done some cool trips, but I've just never experienced snow before, even in Australia. So I pretty much need to buy a whole new wardrobe. And I hate shopping. I hate shopping so much. And Amelia's just been hearing me complain for the last 24 hours. <laughs> like, should I keep this jacket? Should I leave the tags on? Do what you do like I- it? Tell me what you really think of it. Should I get a puffer? Do I look hot in this? <laughs> like, do you think I'm hot? <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually asked you that this morning. Um, and then, oh, it's just been... So yesterday I went to Kathmandu and I spent, I reckon, about three hours in there. I feel like there's more anxiety involved because I need to be warm. Mm. So it's not just like a matter of looking good. Uh, The cold adds a whole other factor, doesn't it? Yeah. And especially because we're not, we like we said, we don't really get that cold here. So no. we're not like used to like knowing how to dress. Which also makes it hard to justify going and dropping Spending. hundreds of dollars on like winter clothes when totally. I'm probably only going to wear the, wear it once. Yeah. So anyway, it's that kind of like trying to be economical and also trying to be fashionable and trying to be warm. But, you know, the goal is just to look sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. The goal is to fucking come off the ski fields, have, sip a beer and look hot. Yeah. While, like, while being cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, so that challenged me. What made you feel good? This week, my feel good is actually about doing this podcast. So yesterday we spoke with an amazing guest. Her name's Melissa Sinnott and she's the brand exec for Naked Harvest Supplements. And she's just like a young, young professional who is just a fucking like hustler, but also was just such a nice chat with her. Don't you reckon? I really enjoyed chatting with her and it made me think like this podcast is so epic. Like I've spoken to so many people who I would never get the excuse to chat to. Like it's just awesome. And now even, you know, you guys would have noticed we've got sponsors coming on the show and it's just like so nice because it's been like a bit of a slog for a while. Like this podcast, we put a lot of effort into it and sometimes it's hard when you're starting something to not see a return and so I think just like reflecting, it's it feels so good that we've finally got like where the wheels are in motion a little yeah. bit and like we're like, oh, this is like a thing. Like we're doing this, mm. you know? And we've nearly been doing the podcast for a year. In August, it'll be a year. 
So oh, it, that's so surreal. I know, wild. It's we'll have to have a little celebratory team uh, team celebration, aka okay, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we should. We should go party. out for dinner. Yeah, we'll have a staff party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wear our some would say merch with our like um, <laughs> some would say <laughs> stubby cooler. Is there anyone else we can consider staff? Not really. No, it's our boyfriend just you and I bring them along. Yeah, they. I shout out like, what shall I title this episode to Will? And then he's like, I'll send you an invoice in, in an email. Like, <laughs> yeah, Mitch, Mitch gives me topic ideas sometimes yeah. and he gets real passionate. No, you should talk about it like this. Like, you need to interview this person. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh. Anyways, that's just made me feel great. Like reflecting on it and thinking like how proud I am of us for actually sticking with it because you see so many podcasts do a few episodes and then just fall off the face of the earth. It's a bit of a gimmick. It is. And I, I'm so proud of us for really like sticking to our guns. Yeah. Because even when we started out, I'm like, oh, everyone's going to think of just another podcast. Like, fuck off. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, they're actually taking this seriously, which is nice for us. Yeah, yeah. And get to hang out with your bestie every week. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like us just going and having an infrared sauna after – after interviewing a guest it's just so cool well my feel good for this week I got to hang out with mum yesterday which you know we only live a couple hours away from each other but um I find when you just spend long periods with your family I mean not everyone can relate to this but like love them love them to pieces but it's better when we have time apart and then we have purposeful time together yeah it's like when you like in year 12 and you're just ready to move out of home and everything you do frustrates you. Mm. So I feel like, you know, when you get to spend that quality time and you go and have a purposeful interaction. And it's so lovely. And it's so lovely. So we just had a great time. We went, she came shopping with me um, looking for my New Zealand outfits and then we had a bit of a cuppa, had some lunch. Um, yeah, it was just a lovely time together. That's nice. So that was my feel good. Love you, mum. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to mum. Lately, I've been thinking about small talk and how it's a real art. Because I always think of Mitch, he's a hairdresser. So he literally is doing small talk for a living pretty much. Mm, he and is. Yeah. It wouldn't, you don't think about that. You just think, oh, they're just cutting hair. But no, it's so much about the conversation. It's so much about the conversation and like client vibing with your client. And return customers because of the connection. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think there's a real art to small talk. And sometimes I feel very awkward. And then other times you walk away from a conversation and you're like, I am a genius. Like I am so great at small talk. You know, as someone who enjoys a deep and meaningful, I think small talk is very important and it's an important thing because if you just skip past it, I mean, sometimes you scare people off. Yeah. You know? well, it's like foreplay. Yeah, really. It's the foreplay of conversation. Yeah, it is. And especially, you know, when you're first meeting someone, it's so needed. Yeah. To build it's, those like foundations. You can't ice a cake without baking it first. That's my analogy for this. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit, everyone. <laughs> so <laughs> you love a good saying. I love a quote. Lara, you meet random people, clients all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And as part of my wedding business, I am forced to interact with randoms. Yeah, and it, and being a good small talker, you know, is key to you getting not only getting the information that you need to do the ceremony, but also just to build that rapport with your clients. And I feel like the more 
into my adulthood I get, the more I realize small talk is so important mm. in like business, in building. Interpersonal relationships. Yeah. And having that Making skill. Making new friends, especially in an adult, in being adults as it's really hard to make friends as an adult. Going back to what you said about how I do it at work, like I, it's, it's also a skill you can build on because yeah. I used to be terrified of FaceTiming strangers because that's how I meet them. Um, that's how they decide if they want me or not. We have like a 15 minute chat and I literally open FaceTime to people I've never seen before. I don't even know what they look like. Yeah, true. Um, so that used to terrify me. And now just like anything, you do it enough times, you get better at it. And now I just, it's so second nature. Mm, it's kind of like the podcast, like when we have a guest and then they're on and you're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. We thought we'd cover some tips that we think are crucial for, you know, just improving that element of your life, making life a little bit less awkward. Yeah. And this kind of came up because I was reading the book, How to Win Friends, How to... How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's all about small talk and like little tips and tricks that you can do, um, you know, to have good conversation and to be a conversationalist. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I, I tried to read that book and I ended up just skipping to the end of each chapter and reading what the um, summary the summary of <laughs> what the lesson was of each because like he went into so many examples and it is a great book. It's a classic. It's it's a good read, but it's also just like, all right, get to the point, mate. You can just, <laughs> you get to the end of each chapter and the answer is there. Just like read that. Yeah. That's what you have to kind of really take away from it. A hundred percent. And because the examples he gives are of like, people a hundred years ago yeah. or something. So you're like, can't, can't relate. Yeah, like, don't really. know who you are. <laughs> yeah. It's quite an old book. So yeah, that's kind of how this, the inspiration for this topic came about. Um, but you know, we're drawing on, you know, our own experience. We're drawing on things we've read and things we want to try. Cause we're curious. We're a couple of curious people looking for a casual chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit, I spend far too much time looking at my screens and I'm sure we've heard by now how the blue light from them can be harmful for our eyes. As far as digital eye strain goes, Baxter Blue have had us covered for a while now with their famous blue light filtering glasses. Yeah, I own a few pairs and I'm a big fan. Well, they've actually taken it a step further and launched a wellness range which supports our sleep and stress levels too. I know if I've been on screens all day, especially right before bed, it really affects my sleep and I struggle to relax. Yep. There's nothing worse than a tension headache. And it's not like we can just quit using our devices and so much of our life is digital. For sure. I highly recommend getting some blue light glasses if you feel the same. I was surprised how much I noticed a difference. And I can't imagine the impact it's having on kids nowadays too. If you want to look good and be an eco-warrior at the same time, you can check out their biodegradable range and know that you're making a difference given the fact they donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. You can find a pair for everyone, even the kitties. And don't forget to use our discount code SWS25 for 25% off. So the first kind of tip that we've got, and I've heard this so many times from like amazing presenters and just like really charismatic people is get the person talking about themselves. And I guess the reason behind this is, you know, that feeling when someone's kind of asking about you and really interested in what like learning more about you, you normally walk away from that conversation feeling so good. You're like, fuck, 
that was a great conversation. Mm. It makes you feel great because you feel like you've had a, a really good conversation. But then also it really makes you love the other person because they were super interested and wanted to get to know you. So it's like a double, you know, yeah. like a double thing. Mitch actually gave me this example or like I observed him sort of using it in the salon once and he asked one of his clients um, if there's anything on Netflix that they've been watching lately. And it kind of seems like a bit of an awkward question, but some people get so into it of like, yeah, I've been watching this show and it's got this actor. Normally with those sort of like broad questions, you can say, oh yeah, I, I know that show. Like I've heard of that. Have you watched this other one that they're in as well? Yeah, it's less about the question itself and more about where it's got the opportunity to grow. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Or something else that is maybe more so about the person right then and there is saying like, oh my God, I love your shoes. Where are they from? And then they're like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah, I got it done. Oh, I got them from blah, blah. Yeah, because it's kind of like an external thing. It, it's not like you're complimenting. It's not, you know, when it's really awkward if someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, you're so pretty or yeah, no. like, yeah, I mean, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> like it's really hard <laughs> being me. Um, but no, uh, that was a joke, everyone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not awkward like saying, oh, you're really pretty because, you know, some people just like, Oh, thanks. Like, I don't know how to respond. Thanks. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. it's giving an external talking point and they can be like, yeah, I do agree. Like, I love these shoes or. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, oh yeah. I don't know. I did that the other day to a lady in Mecca. I was like, I love your shoes. And she's like, oh, thanks. I got them from Fantastic Thingo. Normally I get them from Windsor Smith, but you know, they're just so much cheaper. And then we were like, oh yeah, work shoes. Like you don't really want to like spend heaps anyway. Cause it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just like flows on and you're like, how the fuck am I talking about this? But I am. <laughs> the other thing is making common connections, finding similarities between you, building that rapport makes you kind of sort of trust them more it does and it makes you go oh you're similar to me like I've done that um it, it there is actually like sciencey things involved <laughs> some science going on <laughs> like up your there. brain makes those common connections yeah. to go you're safe like yeah I, I understand that yeah. you know I think that's also where you need to ask questions that you are kind of like interested in or have some knowledge around where you can you know keep the conversation going if I was to ask about sport fucking I don't know anything <laughs> you know what I mean yeah that conversation is gonna die real quickly yeah but if like they've got a Flannery's bag or something yeah like, oh how good is Flannery's like what's your local or no that's the shit one but you know <laughs> <laughs> like like you know then you could you've you've you're making you're making connections going, we're similar because that's a health food shop and I love shopping at health food shops. Exactly. And therefore, if I bring we up a health food, if I bring up something to do with health food or well-being, you're probably going to understand. It's it's a pretty high chance this will be a successful conversation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Something that was in the How to Win Friends and Influence People book was the little tip of using people's names. And so... This was something that I've kind of known for ages, but I never really understood the power of it. So, you know, when you first meet someone and you ask their name, 
there's a trick that you can do of like repeating their name a certain amount of times. And I do think there is a fine line. You know, when you meet a salesperson and they're like, oh. hey, Laura, how's it going? Oh, Laura, you look so good today. Oh, Laura, how's it going? Laura. <laughs> like, it's just like way too much and so out of context, like so not necessary. I saw a meme that was like the overactive listener and it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Lara, how does that make you feel? Oh. Yeah, yes. Oh, Lara, I totally get that. You know, and it's just like, oh, like you feel intense. Like you feel it's a bit much. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, using their name is a super powerful way for people to respond well to you. You know, when you go and get your coffee in the morning and your barista's like, oh, hi, Lara, how's it going? Well, it's it's such a thing you identify with. It just makes you feel important. You know, that they remembered your name because it is like when I think about trying to remember someone's name, there is a level of effort that's involved in remembering someone's name. And so when someone can remember your name, it's like, oh, wow, you went to the effort to remember my name. That's so nice. Like, I want to know who you are. Good vibes involved. You know, you can make it about the environment where you are right now. You know, have you eaten here before? You need to try the cookies, something related to what you're seeing in your current vision. Or like what's happening around you. Say if it's like a gathering, like at your house, and I'm meeting someone for the first time, I'll often be like, oh, how do you know Lara? Yes. And then it's, you know, there's a story involved with that. And then it's often like, oh, how do you know her? And then I can talk. You know what I mean? You can kind of like... It's almost like acting out how the conversation would go in your mind. Mm. But like looking around the room and like seeing visual things that can spark up spark up a topic is really useful rather than just trying to grab something out of thin air. Exactly. It's and something it, it you kind can of, both comment on that you're there both looking at. Yeah, yeah. And it makes it not about you. Each other. And then obviously we've got some like body language, things, not so much about like the topic itself, but I feel like they're super powerful in having a good conversation and just being emotionally intelligent human. It's that sort of vibe. And I think the the key with this is you're going to pick things up when they're talking about themselves. And if you're listening really well, you'll be able to take little things that they say and turn that into a new topic of conversation. Mm. Whereas if you're not listening, you know, you're obviously not going to have the chance to pick those things up and, and like run with it somewhere else. So I think being a good listener is number one. And you can tell when someone's not listening, you're like, why the fuck am I talking? Like I may as well, I'm wasting my breath. And that's kind of where small talk is boring. Yeah. And you can fake enthusiasm till the cows come home, but you can't fake the next subject, which is hopefully something to do with what they've just said. Yes. Yeah. Like you could be like, oh, yeah, cool. And like act like your body language is interested, but what you're coming, what's coming out is like they didn't hear a word I just said. Exactly. They've got nothing to follow up yeah. with that. I'd, like, I'd rather someone be less animated and actually ask me something related to what I just said. Mm. You know? Yeah, same. Having said that, oh, my little brother <laughs> – bless his cotton socks, he speaks on like one like monotone, like, hey, this is how you going? What have you been up to lately? Like, come on. <laughs> I can't hear that for more than 30 seconds. You know, you have some intonation. Let's get really interesting in the way we speak. Yeah. You know? like, get a bit excited. A bit excited. Don't be like annoyingly enthusiastic and use your name 50 times in, in the sentence, but also 
Use the sounds. Intonation. Yes. Very important part of conversation. Yeah. And also I think that is um, important. Like, you know, when someone's giving off like good positive vibes, you want to be around them mm. and you want to like talk to them. So I think it is important on watching how you carry yourself. Like if you're – I don't think it's necessary because I get that everyone's – like there's some people who are introverted and some are naturally extroverted. But I think if you're like moping around, like fucking hating life, like of course the chat's going to be a bit shit. Mm. I think you need to watch how you're carrying yourself and like the energy that you're giving off as well. Yeah. Like um, what are your hands doing as well? Yeah. Like maybe don't have your hands in your pockets. Like – or like crossed over like you're so not interested. Yeah. Yeah, body ca- body language accounts for a lot in all of this. It does. It makes you feel like a warm, inviting person, mm. you know, when you want to engage with someone using your body language. And same with that, like eye contact and smiling is a huge thing. Yeah, like imagine walking into the room, regardless of whether you know someone or not, someone with their hands crossed nodding at you so cold. Yeah, and it's like, oh, they don't want to speak to me. They're just acknowledging me. Yeah, they're acknowledging my existence. Yeah, no, it is. It goes such a long way. I really like observing what other people do in small talking, small talking, (laughs) small talk situations. You know, what questions they ask me or... (laughs) I don't know, just little things like that that <laughs> I can pick up on and utilise. So I was just picturing like, I was about to say, oh, people watching is really good. And was, I was picturing you watching like two people have a conversation, how creepy that would be. <laughs> two people involved. <laughs> but like, if you do get an opportunity, if you're at a party and you kind of could be a bit inconspicuous, like it's really good to watch how other people interact because then it'll be like, oh, I definitely don't want to do that. Or, yeah. You know, it's just all about learning, isn't it? Yeah. And it's about being prepared for things to be a little bit awkward at least in the beginning like you know as we said it all takes practice you've got to allow opportunity for silences as well like if you try to feel every gap gonna be worse than if you just thought about it for another five seconds Mm. and then contemplated what you're actually gonna say exactly yeah I just thought of something um that one of our friends taught us or like told us about she read a book and it was to do with small talk and conversation and the way to meet new people, it's actually so awkward to just meet someone like one-on-one. Whereas if you have like a drink or if you have an activity to do, like they used kind of back in the daytimes when people, there was like an activity that you would bond with people. So for example, you'd be making the fire Mm. or like there's like a task to complete. But, and that kind of takes your mind off like actually you building rapport with someone. And it's so true. Mm. Whenever there's an activity or even I think of when we went to that Imaginaria thing and we were all doing something like going through the little mazes and stuff. Yep. And some of us didn't know each other, but because we had a common goal and like something to distract us from each other, yeah, we didn't have to think about that. Exactly. And so the next time that we are in the room all together, it's like, well, we've already – establish some bonds yes. subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yes. And I actually read something recently about how, you know, men and women bond differently and how women are often, no, not everyone, of course, but through intimacy and men will often be through like achieving tasks together. Oh, true. So if you were to like, you know, hike, climb a mountain with someone or play a board game or, or pitch a tent, you know, like, if you achieve something together, they feel like they've made a memory or they feel like mm. they've connected with you. 
I guess it's finding out how this is less for strangers because you don't know what makes them tick. Mm. But, you know, maybe with like acquaintances or even friends that you already have is like finding out what they need to feel close to you and talking more about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a great It's way like love languages. Yeah. And yeah. PSA, we've got an episode on love languages if you're interested. But um, yeah, we're all just so unique, you know. We really are. I just asked Lara before. Um, I feel like sometimes the most awkward part of a conversation is how to exit. <laughs> I so am true. the worst. Like Mitch will just be like, all right, see ya. And like walk away. And I'm like, oh, any, like I just drag it on for so long. It's so not needed. Um, and I said to Lara, I was like, how do you exit a conversation? Like if you're, you know, at a party or like at a gathering of some sort, you're meeting someone new for the first time. And it's not like, it's not like a client where you can go, okay, well, this is wrapped up now. Yeah. So like I'm leaving there's and an you're obvious, leaving. There's an obvious finish or something. It's like you just know the conversation's done and it's like that's it for a bit. Mm. How do you walk away? I I always go to the food table. Yeah. <laughs> One, because you can probably find me there anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love a good trip to the cheese board. Um it's just the perfect excuse to kind of be like, well, I'm just going to get another, you know, another cracker yeah. or like, <laughs> or toilets. Like it's like a bit of a reset. Like oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Cause if you're in the same room, you can't just be like, I'm going to go talk to that person now because it's very obvious you're just over it. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Um, I think anyway is a great word. Anyway. Yeah. That's like a very conclusive sort of word. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's a good one. And I think yeah, anything that, you know, getting another drink, just getting another snack, going to the bathroom, mm. um, they're good resets. Or if there's like, I don't know, maybe you're at somewhere and they're playing like, what's the word, like bocce or something. Like, mm. oh, should we go like have a game? Or like, should we go, or do you want to come over and get a chip or something like that? Shall we get a chip? <laughs> <laughs> or do you need another drink? So there's a bit of like, you're going and you're potentially bumping into someone else yeah, and then yeah. you can like or something if I if I can see someone like hovering or like maybe just walking past and I'm talking to someone else and I know the conversation's like it's dying I'll be like oh Lara like this is blah blah yes, and, oh my god how are you like da, 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 and start talking to the other person so it's not like it's more of a or yeah, or getting yeah, getting the eye contact of someone from the other side of the room and be like, oh, hang on, I'm just gonna go like, yes. talk to them. You know what I mean? Like as if that other person had the idea and not you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then it's always like you don't want to leave that person stranded just by either. themselves. So it's that kind of thing where you need to make sure they've got someone new. <laughs> it's hard being a human being. It honestly is. Like social new people can be challenging. Mm. And like, I mean, I'm so. I consider like other people's feelings so much that I'd just be so worried that, that person's alone now. So I'd want to like bring someone else into the conversation. They can start talking. I can go eat some more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all about the logistics. Yeah. That <laughs> I can see why this makes people anxious. Yeah, it is challenging. But then, like I said, the more you do it, I feel like the, the easier it gets. Yeah. And the more you meet that person, it's always going to be better. Or maybe it won't and you just don't hit it off and that's it. Yeah. End of story. 
Yeah, there friend- is also that too. Like sometimes you just don't hit it off. Yeah, and friendships, that's fine. friendships take practice. Yeah. It's only when you've already built that rapport that you can spend months apart and then get back together and it's the same as old times. But in the in the early beginnings, you don't have that luxury. Well, you don't have memories either. You don't have memories to bond over. Yeah. Or you don't even know anything about them mm. to be able to say, oh, how's Bobby going, your dog or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, I'm sure – You'll be able to gain something from this episode. Yeah. And worst case scenario, just get the person talking about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've learned. And always go to the cheese <laughs> the cheese board. Always go to the cheese board. Oh, anyway, guys, we will speak to you in our next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review. And find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.